right, we're just – I just started recording midstream. So the game just ended. Uh, MSU lost 38 to 27, 26. 24 was a Who actually gives a shit? Um, not a great start for the Mel Tucker era, boys. Uh, no. We got Lucas here. Uh, we have Zanjo and Blake, and we have Sean here. Um, so, in order to bring some kind of parliamentary procedure to whatever this podcast is going to end up being. Let's just start with – we'll start with Lucas. What the fuck, man? You know what's really fucking funny is on our preview on Monday – oh, Tuesday, I said I wanted to see what Kapovich is doing, and um, I still want to see what Kapovich is doing. I mean, that offensive line did not get any push. Like, the runs – very rarely came from inside. They had to go outside or just had to get some luck. I mean, I think Simmons or Collins missed a run that Dotson had a clear gap made for him. But, I mean, that's not an OL. You know, he's not an alignment. It's it's alarming. And Rutgers, once they got past the linebackers, they could do whatever the fuck they wanted. They ate that secondary alive. This is the worst loss I've seen in 14 years. And I went to that Arizona State game. I'd rather sit through that again than go through this. I'll let someone else talk. Sean, just – I mean, I've been, I've been live tweeting from the Bacon Warrior account all day, so everyone already knows my thoughts. Uh, the floor is yours. I mean, this thing really just comes down to – Stuff that can get pinned on easily not having practice time. I mean, ball security. Mel Tucker's thing is ball security's job security. All right, hold on. Hold. Okay, I'm the practice thing. Bullshit. I am and, so. Yeah, no, no, I don't want to hear I'm, anything I'm about rapping, practice I'm, time. Anything. Okay. Fuck they that. Had everyone had the same did, amount okay? of practice time as everyone else whoa, in the whoa, country. Whoa, 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 I don't whoa, whoa, whoa. fucking care. I want a lot around the horn beep for everybody. Whoa. Whoa. Let me wrap it around here. Let me finish first. I was about to say, practice time does not matter when you turn the ball over nine times, including turnovers on downs. That is unacceptable no matter how much time you've had to get ready, how, no matter how much time you've had as a team to mesh together, nine times to give the ball to the other team, uh, without by not doing the right thing, that's too much. And then my next point is the other thing is it's we were just we were just so bad undisciplined. You know, every time we would get a little bit of momentum going into a drive or something else, we'd get a 10-yard penalty or we'd get a penalty and we'd move it back and we'd have to restart from where we are at second and 20 instead of first and 10. It's just the penalties just lined up so much. And you look at it, we I think we had six for 52 at halftime. And I don't think it got any much better from there. And Again, the run game was just not not there. You know, Coach Kapilovic, we've talked about as being a guy that's going to change some stuff. I didn't see it today. You know, it's a nine-game season. It's, we're probably making a lot of flash judgments off the first game, but this was terrible. This was absolutely terrible. Um, Rocky Lombardi, I will say, did not look as bad as I was expecting. Um, he still was not great. He still was not above average, in my opinion, but he wasn't absolutely terrible. He wasn't the reason this game was lost. He was not the reason. No, not not close. Um, Jaden Reed flashed, but you can't fumble the ball two times. That's unacceptable. Yep. Um, Jordan Simmons flashed, but you can't fumble the ball. That's unacceptable. Um, so we just they just got to go to work. Um, we're staring zero and nine down the barrel right now, in my opinion. So we we got to go to work. Uh, Zanjo and or Blake, you guys are muted. Um, What's you up? know, your thoughts. Um, I mean, Sean touched a lot of it. Uh, it's just like the offensive line was awful today. We turned it over nine times today, including downs, which is it, it's really funny because if you look at the like, advanced metrics at the end of the day, this is probably going to be like a 50 50, maybe MSU actually won the game type of game, which is terrible because you turn it over nine times. If you take if you, if you take over okay so if you take out 11's play and you take out the two fumbles from Jaden Reed like 
Mm-hmm. We probably win this game by double digits, which is wild, but like, like, what are we, as the man who broke the Mel Tucker hire, like, you gotta look, look, you gotta look real deep right now and be like, oh, don't look, say we it. lost, look, man, we lost to Rutgers, okay? That's bad. That's really bad. But whatever system you want to, like, evaluate a program by, that's really fucking bad. And Rutgers might be okay at the end of the year. They might be okay. That doesn't fucking matter. You can't lose by 11 points to Rutgers in your season openers. Trevor's fucking texting me right now saying it's worse than the Matt Patricia opener against the Jets. And I can't fucking disagree. I cannot disagree. Because you're losing to the, the, the absolute butt of the conference. By double digits. Double fucking digits. Nine turnovers. What are you fucking doing? Turnover. We talk about ball security practice and all that shit. Ball security isn't that hard, man. It's ball security. Every player up through middle school has learned ball security. What are we doing turning it over seven times minus downs? What are we doing? This whole <laughs> thing is fucking bullshit. I had more points I want to cover. I, I literally, I'm in a drunk haze right now, so I literally forgot them all. Blake, go for it. No, so my, my thing about it is, realistically, we're talking about this. We're talking about Maryland as, like, probably our two, you know, wins that we're really leaning on. And nothing is secure past that coming into the season. We call it a wash, sure. But, like, this, this is a fucking alarm. Unless these guys win, you know, a seven games out of eight or some crazy shit. This is this is scary. Like this is not the start. This is the last. Like I'm not burying the guy, but this is about as bad as a debut could have gone. Period. Point blank. I mean, fucking a. Because what does the rest of the season look like from here? I mean, how do you how do you win? How do you expect to win any other game? Man, it's so bad. My girlfriend is fucking takes yell. Fuck this. Literally, it's that bad. We're at the point right now. Where, like <laughs> everything's a nightmare. Literally, though, like, <laughs> we're at the point right now where, like, dude, what are we fucking doing right now? Like, man, you can't. meltdown earlier, and that's what I screamed is that everything is a nightmare. <laughs> this is incredible. Like, you can't so, lose to Rutgers. So, um, you, this is one of the takes. This is one of the things I didn't say while I was, while I was controlling Baconware's Twitter account. But – If we had lost this game close, I'd be more willing to blame this on D'Antonio, you know, him giving up recruiting, him not evolving with the the recruiting landscape. I'd be more than willing to give Tucker a pass if we had lost this game close. If it was a one-score game, I'd fully agree. I'd be more than – Not for Rutgers, man. Not for Rutgers. I'd be more than willing – okay. I'd be more than willing to – to give this I'd be more than willing to put this on Masalem and Ferguson for the coaching search fuck up and pissing off Fickle and causing him to not come here I'd be more than willing to do that if we had lost to Rutgers close we lost to Rutgers by 11 that's not the reality of the situation so what we have now is I had no choice but to put this loss on Tucker and the coaching staff Jay Johnson called a terrible game offensively today terrible that is that is one of the most lackluster performances i i had ever seen out of an offensive coordinator blake is literally fucking like laughing his ass off right now i'm like yes 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 so i think blake's some take blake well i know i just agree that that it gets that when it gets to this point and and the way it looked that it is it's coaching in this game Right and co- and up to this game, it's not just D'Antonio leaving the cover bare by any means. It's this was a bad, bad coaching job. Uh, I I I agree with that a hundred percent. But I cir- it kind of circles back to last year's trend of we looked a lot better moving fast. You know, we yeah. looked we could move the ball a lot better when we weren't taking a lot of time between snaps. When we were getting up to the line and we were going go 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 go. It looked better. So the, I kind of circle back to the same critiques that I had of Salem last year is why weren't we doing this more? Why are we stuffing the ball up the middle three plays on a drive and getting into third and six, third and well, five? Why are on we that, in the tempo? In that like vein, though, like why are why is the logic column not starting? 
Why is I, a certain I, player with the transfer portal this year, why is he starting? Why do we – why is there um, – yeah, I was about to say, like, is Elijah – did Elijah Collins gone girl Mel Tucker over the offseason or something? Like, Dude, there's got to be Like, something. did he try there's to pin – did he, like, try to pin Mel Tucker for murder? Why the fuck was he not – was he not our every down back? And uh, Simmons, I don't know his first name off the top of my head. Simmons Jordan. looked – Jordan. Jordan Simmons looked great today. Yeah, yes, he did. And I don't understand why the lion's share of of that of the running plays went to Hayward. Hayward's a slot receiver. We've been people in MSU sports media have been saying that for over a year now. I don't understand why you continue to put Collins, why you continue to put Connor Hayward out of the backfield. You're failing him when you do that. You're failing him. You're feeling a lot more than just him. You're feeling the entire team when he runs out of the backfield. Like, what were we doing today? The entire first drive. Okay, so, like, first down, he, he blew it on the fucking run, right? And then third down, I think, I think it was third down, first drive, right? He blew it on the fucking uh, pass blocking. The fumble happened because he failed the pass blocking so badly, the guy blew past him, and he, uh, he got Lombardi. That's the well, other thing, too. You that's, can't blame Rocky for that. That's the other thing. That is, that's the other thing, too, I want to get to before, before, we can, before we talk about anything else. <clears throat> if coaches, coaches, come into, coaches come into programs, this isn't exclusive to college football. This exists at every level in football, yeah. from the NFL all the way down to Pop Warner flag. Coaches come into programs, come into teams, and they want to establish the things they want to do but they don't have the personnel to do it. So instead of adapting their system around the personnel, they try to adapt their personnel to the system. And when you do that, you get something like Connor Hayward trying to pass block a linebacker coming in on the blitz on third and long. You but can't also, do that. In addition to that, in addition to that, you have some bullshit-ass fourth down runs. It's fourth and three, I think, the third drive. <laughs> so Jay Johnson decided to run the ball. What was going on with that? Fourth Even three, why are you like running the ball on that instead of like, okay, like, Zanjo for as much Zanjo for as much shit as you and I have given Dave Warner these past couple of years, I'd and Lord it. knows we've given our lot our we've given our share of shit to to Dave. Even he, even Dave Warner, would not would not pass the ball, would not run the ball up the middle on fourth and three. He just no went, it might be a short side. It might be a short side jet sweep, but it sure as shit wouldn't be a. It sure as shit wouldn't be a trap, or a okay. zone, Thank or a zone God. run. No, for, no optic coordinator worth a damn would run the ball in fourth and three though, like at all in, in America. So like, I mean, what is Jay Johnson doing run there? Like, what there, are we doing here? And was it not okay? Was it Connor Hayward or was it uh Elijah? It was I, Elijah. I, uh, I think it, it was. was Elijah. Or it might have was all of them. We we turned the ball over on downs three times, two two three times. Every one of them had a hand. In it. it was well, like that was one everybody. in particular was egregiously bad. Like fourth and three, you're running the ball up the middle on fourth and three. What are you fucking doing? And I know I know I people that, were telling us like, okay, Jake, like Jay Johnson, like the Colorado offense was terrible last year. Advanced metrics had it like bumped up a shit ton, but like man, that was a call. It was like straight out of the Dave Warner playbook. At best, at worst, it was just a call that like middle school office coordinators make when you can't fucking like throw the ball. Like, what was going on there? I was I was gonna do a verbal meme of uh, Scooby Doo when they unmask the uh, the villain, and the mask is Jay Johnson. Pull it off. It's like Dave Warner or I um, believe I believe our friend Ecam uh, beat you to the punch there, Lucas. Oh shit! I didn't see it. Sorry, Ecam, if you if you listen. Um, it's just Jay Johnson had a lot of Dave Warner play most today. There's no way to go out. There's no way to get around it. It's we were we were told this was going to be different, and you know what, Sean? Maybe, um, we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do top 10 South Park episodes next week. So just a heads up, be, have your availability open. Oh, we're going to do it. Um, but, right, I'm in. but, you know, 
in preparation for that, I've been watching a lot of South Park and I rewatched about last night, the episode of the, that took place like two days after the 2008 election and watching this game today, I felt a lot like Randy waking up the morning after where I was hungover. I was missing my pants. My TV was gone. And my son had just informed me that I'd been fired from my job. I thought there was going to be change to quote Randy Marsh. I thought there was going to be change. We were sold a bill of goods. And the first red flag honestly came earlier this week when Mel Tucker in his, in a, in a press, whatever said that they're, they're going to run the ball. Even when everyone in the stadium knows they're going to run the ball. I believe the quote was we're going to run the ball on our own terms. Yes. We're going to, yeah, that was, we're going to run the ball on our own terms. Even when everyone in the stadium knows we're going to run the ball. Can you imagine that would be like a cop? I mean, that's how, that's how like American police operate. <laughs> like, we're going to do everything on our own terms. We don't care what happens. We're just going to do whatever we want to do. I want to, I want to get into some positive. Folks, folks, is Mel Tucker a cop? Mm. <laughs> anyway. No, he, didn't, he doesn't want to kill black people, so we know he's not. He wants to enable them All to right. do better in their life. Okay. So no, are, we sure, are we sure he left Connor Hayward out to dry quite a lot? I, um, I, I want to say there's some positives. Like, I did like what I saw out of Jaden Reed. Let's just ignore the two fumbles. Let's, he he gave, say, them, get, yeah. gave them some flash, like that fourth and one. That's the type of shit you need to throw on fourth and one. That little pass to him that he just kind of juked around the, uh, the defensive or the safety or the cornerback and took it to the house. I, I like that. I thought Rocky was fine. I really did. There, there's some people on Twitter who are – dying on the hill that he was the reason this game was lost. That's a little absurd. Um, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like, I agree with you on Hayward. No, sorry, excuse me. I agree with you on um, what you said. Like, Rocky wasn't that bad today. Oh. And, um, like, Jaden Reed, like, outside of two fumbles, he played pretty fucking well. But yeah. it's wild that certain walk-ons on certain other athletic programs are talking, like, to take your fandom somewhere else. <sighs> bullshit like that no stop you're a walk-on stop no i I mean if we're going to talk about positives i think we could if we look at the box score there's some there you know rocky lombardi was 31 for 44 that's that's above 50 percent that's a i I would even dare say it's a little bit of a better clip than lewerke was hitting last year 393 let me finish 319 yards the 7.3 average is a little worrisome and the two picks, but you know, one was caving garbage time trying to push the ball down the field. Yeah. I'll live with that one. If we go, if we go down to the running back, the, the, the carry split, we got Sean. Yes. Like you told me to wait, but like, this is relevant to what you said, right? Go ahead. If you look at advanced metrics after the game, like SP plus or whatever, they're probably going to put this game as, like, a 50% win probability for both teams. Like, MSU probably might be, like, by advanced metrics, like, the better team in this game if you look through that. But you ask some, like, bullshit, like, fumble luck. Like, what, MSU fumbled the ball, like, five times? Yeah. Rutgers recovered all five times, something like that? Like, you Fum- get some bullshit like that. When you, gonna, I, think they, I think MSU fumbled more than five times. They recovered one of them. The, right, but like, you look at fumble luck, and it's going to be like Rutgers actually adva- like benefited more from fumble luck than or turnover luck in general than like they should have. So like, you say all these things, but like, yeah, no, I agree with you. Like MSU played pretty well minus the turnover luck, but like at a certain point, you got to look at coaching and be like, hey, you're down a million points right now. Like, you yeah. got to advance from here. Why are you running certain plays at certain points? Like, the motherfucker, goddamn. It's Blake saying sling the motherfucking goddamn, but like you're down 14 points. Why are you fucking running the ball on fourth and three? Like there's certain points. You're yeah. just like, what's going on right now? No, I listen. I, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time blaming college kids, college football players under any circumstance, but this so clearly 
was a failure of the coaching staff. I, I am not, you know, Rocky was way better than I thought he was going to be, you know, even better than I thought he was going to be within the flow of the game. He had some nice um, throws. His dad's still a Trump supporter. Uh, <laughs> no, no, like Rocky was legitimately good. <laughs> he had some really Rocky nice was throws. Actually cool you know, today. Like, he's fine. Jaden Reed, he, you know, Jaden Reed was, Jaden Reed was great outside of the two fumbles. 11 like Jordan Simmons. Jordan Simmons established himself as the second back in the room. Um, but it, the, the offensive and defensive line was just, they, it, no pressure for a good chunk of the game. It felt like seven on seven. And right. let's, I'm, let's I'm glad you said that because no, like offensive line, right. I'm glad you said that. I'm, I'm sorry, Sean, I, I hijacked again. I'm sorry, but like, um, I'm glad you said offensive line. Cause like, what was going on? First half, offensive line was awful. Like, they got no push. Pass protection was terrible. Yeah, some of that was in certain running backs, 11, that were uh, trying to block. But, like, I mean, there was just so many, like, blown, like, protections. It was just bad. It, it was bad. I mean, I, I'm just as pissed as all of you, but I feel like we have to try to look at some of the positives. It's just – it's we've got to try to have some kind of positive – yeah, view going forward, and I I find that in looking at Jordan Reed's fourteen carries, forty three yards. The three point one average is not great, but it gives me a little bit of hope moving forward. You mean Simmons, um, I, right? Yeah, Jordan Simmons. Okay, sorry, I'm just um, sure I'm looking at the right part. Yeah, Elijah Collins is nine for three yards. Is a little <sighs> bit worrisome, but I feel like that might be a little bit of Rutgers keen on. Once the game flow started going, once Elijah Collins gets in there, we're going to run the ball. You think he might be I mean, hurt? It's just it's. it's I'm not really. Bad. I'm not really interested in speculating right now about about anyone's health. I'm not speculating about health. I'm speculating about once Elijah Collins was in the game, we we ran the ball. Yeah, that was that was the deal. So they keyed on that. Um, looking at. Uh, Reed's numbers, you know, 11 for 128, even with the three Great. fumble or the two fumbles. Great numbers. 128 yards is that's a good day. Um, if we're Naylor look, was good. If we're going to look for positives, we got Reed and we got Naylor. Naylor had six for 84. That's it's a good, yeah, it's a good start. We can build off that. I mean, if we're looking for positives, they're there. It's hard to see them right now. I completely right. understand. No, we just lost the record. There's a lot of positives here, right? Like the receiving core is good. You know, the defense, the, the line will get better at Kaplovic as the year goes on. The defense will probably get better too, as you know, like our defensive staff that built the 2013 like best defense in the country, as they get more work with these players. Like, yeah, like the like there's gonna be a, there's a lot of positive build on like as time goes on, but like in terms of winnable games, like yeah. there's not a lot there. Right. I I understand there's not a lot there, but we. I can't come on here and just blast the team with without looking at the, the slight positives they're on. And like I, I'm I'm on the same no. page as everybody else. We're probably right, going no, to I absolutely agree with you, Sean. Like like there's a lot to build on here. There's um the coaches, we know the coaches have an established track record of like building, developing, et cetera. You know, guys the Kaplovic building like a competent off the line of like, like Colorado's like one star recruits poverty program and all but like um you like the more you like work the more you see out of this program like you, you have a lot to build off of, i agree it, it, it was like in terms of schedule though it's just like you know like what games do you see in the future that you know, like sorry what was that like it's gonna be a tough year it's gonna be a tough year yeah it's gonna, like, gonna be a tough year i mean and i be. think we knew that going in and but like losing to Rutgers is I, I don't care what level of program you are in the Big Ten, unless you're Rutgers. You shouldn't lose the Rutgers. You shouldn't really lose to funny. Rutgers. It's really funny you say it because, like, if you're, like, if you're, like, you're a listener, you're listening to the five stages of grief right now. We were saying, like, 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 like all the stages of grief, and you're, so you're at the point right now where you're acceptance. You're like, yeah, this team's supposed to be bad. And you're like, yeah, we can actually like, build off this shit, and we can actually maybe make it work. And you're right. We can actually maybe make it work. There's a lot. There's, there are a couple winnable games down the, down the schedule, and you know next year's obviously gonna be a bigger year. 
like you have, you have like Rutgers, you have Northwestern and Maryland, excuse me. And like next year's obviously gonna be a bigger year, but like man, this is fucking. I'll let you guys continue. All I want it's... to say about the turnovers is that I just read Couch's reaction article, and um, you know when it was I think at five turnovers, it was the worst since two thousand eight, the Ohio State blowout. Um, this was the worst game of turnover wise since nineteen eighty one when Muddy Waters was the coach. Holy fuck. Yep. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm I'm done being pessimistic. I'm trying to look at the positives, but it is Oh, a, I still got some I still got some pessimistic It's a very alarming start to, to a tenure and I was very excited to see this this play out. And it's just funny how my biggest observation or hope for week one was just like thrown out the window the first quarter. I'm, I no, mean, my I'm, biggest, you, I you mean, the, the honeymoon's over with, with Mel Tucker. I'm just going to say it right now. Honeymoon's over. He has no – it's over. He has Absolutely. nothing – he has no – he has no goodwill left. He, he's, he's out. He, he's out of goodwill. He wasted all his goodwill in this game. So now he needs to respond. I don't want – he's going to get up there and he's going to do his, you know, the usual coach bullshit of we got to do better, I got to do better – We'll be back better. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll work on it in practice this week, and we'll get ready for the next game, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yep. Okay? But it's just it's, – it's, un, it's unreal at this point, right? We've held D'Antonio's feet for the fire for so, for so long, for so much less than what happened today. Okay? And, and – we would be hypocrites if we didn't hold Tucker's feet to the fire for the same things. Okay. Mm -hmm. The offensive play calling was nothing short of archaic. I mean, it was, it was straight out of, it was straight out of three yards and a pound of dust back when, back when guys would get killed from being trampled on. Okay. Back before, back before Teddy Roosevelt legalized the forward pass in American football. I mean, that's, that's what the offense reminded me of at points today, especially in third and fourth and short situation situations. Those were terrible. Um, the defense, the defense was porous. I mean, it was, they were Swiss cheese out there and I don't necessarily blame the personnel. I'm not blaming the personnel. I never blame college kids for their performance. It's, it's always coaching. Bright side of that, Sean, since you want to be optimistic, is I don't think we have to worry about NFL teams poaching Scotty Hazleton away from us this offseason. So <laughs> if we're going to be optimistic, yeah. that's what I'm looking at. I said that too. And, right? Uh, it's just it's like we won't have to replace our D coordinator, so that might help for uh, continuity. This I actually long run think Hazleton would be okay. It just today was a bad game for him. I mean, when you look at that – if we're going to look at positives, let's look at the situation the defense was put in. They get the turnover on the, the one midfield, and they go in, and they get the stop. I can't remember all of them because there were so many turnovers today. But they get the turnover on the one. That's a, that's a touchdown situation. You can't help that. I mean, the, we got the stop, and we pushed them back, but then Shakur Brown took that dumb penalty on an uncatchable ball. Mm -hmm. and gave them a new set of downs. The defense was not put in great situations, especially after that rocky interception. They got the ball to 24. They're going to get points there, be it a field goal or a touchdown. My only concern with the defense today was we gave up too many touchdowns and turnover situations when we could have given up field goals. We could have kept ourselves in the game by getting stops, and we, we failed to do that. That's my biggest – my. My concerns more lie with the offense than the defense. You know, Antoine Simmons was left on an island by the D-line today, something he wasn't – something that wasn't done to him last year with Panashuk and Williams eating up offensive linemen. You know, Simmons was allowed to run around and just make plays. Today, those defensive linemen were first-year starters, and he was kind of left to, like, kind of figure it out without experienced guys in front of him, and that kind of concerns me a little bit but I still need to see more from the offense than I do from the defense. Yeah, okay, I, first, go, yeah, go ahead, Zane Joe. No, go ahead. Okay, first off, Rocky interception, lead pun. Um, <laughs> next, 
I mean, I'm glad, Spartan Doggy, I'm glad you brought up D'Antonio because, like, I don't think this team does any better in the under the D'Antonio administration. I you trust Jim Bowman out there right now? I disagree. You trust Jim Bowman out there with that offensive line right now? You, you think that motherfucker is going to fucking, like, do anything with that offensive line? Jim my, Bowman? My thought that is – That line probably looks worse yeah. than he does with him. I, I said this I said this from the bacon wire Twitter, I said this about the bacon wire Twitter account is the the end of the D'Antonio era was unbelievably infuriating okay I I have the I have the videos of me grinding on middle-aged women after chugging a fit the pink Whitney after the Illinois loss to prove that <laughs> okay but However, Max Kellerman, D'Antoni, those teams, whatever you can say, were fundamentally sound. This team was not fundamentally sound. They're fundamentally sound everywhere except for the offensive line. If you if you want to argue that D'Antonio teams were not turned over nine times, I I probably agree with you. But at the same time, like some, look, you look at the way some of those turnovers came. You look at like Rocky Lombardi throwing interceptions, or like the offensive line allowing like blown uh, protections and fumbles coming out of that. Like I don't think a D'Antonio era team would have done that. Or, I sorry, excuse me. I do think a D'Antonio era team would have done that because I think a, a D'Antonio era team at the end of the at the end of the run was very poorly coached at certain at certain places, specifically the offensive line. Uh, Jim Bowman, for example, was it, probably the worst coach I've ever seen at any position at any point in my football life, including middle school. So, like, I don't – I think some of those same problems still occur with a D'Antonio team. Um, I mean, you're probably right, right? I don't think you're – I don't think you're necessarily wrong there. But my whole thing is, like – the I chalk up the reasons we lost today to to turnovers. I mean, turnovers were the story of the game. And D'Antonio-led teams rarely turn the ball over. Now, it's because they didn't give the personnel enough time to – they didn't give the personnel enough free reign to turn the ball over. But regardless, right, a D'Antonio win a D'Antonio led team doesn't win this game pretty. It's it's just as ugly as it was today, but it goes the other way. And I mean, I'd probably still be filled with the same exact dread and despair and whatever. But like we'd be one and zero instead of zero and one. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters to me is. When when we're dealing with the kind of talent gap we have in this conference, it's you have to win the games you can win. And Rutgers is a winnable game, and we lost. We can't overlook that. Are there, Sean? I know you want to talk about positives. Okay, I know. Okay, and I'm more than willing to admit that I might have been wrong about Rocky. Rocky looked good today. I'll say that Rocky looked good today. I'll be the first to admit. I talked a lot of shit about Rocky both on Twitter and, and like, and like in my personal dealings with people. Okay. Rocky looked good. Okay. Jordan Simmons looks like a genuine second back. He looks like a great second option behind Elijah Collins. Okay. The defense at times looked, looked like a good defense. You know, Antoine, Antoine Simmons today earned the C. Okay. He doesn't need to prove anything else to me. As long as he's as long as he's a Michigan State Spartan, he should be a captain of the football team. Mm-hmm. Matt Coughlin, whatever happened, whether it's dating dating a twin or whatever, he he got right. Matt Coughlin got right in the offseason. He looked good. Didn't miss, didn't miss a kick. Didn't miss a single kick that counted. <laughs> okay. That that's, counted. That's, that counted. <laughs> that's important. That's important. And I'm more than willing to admit, I was ready. I you know, but at the end of the day, like when you lose to Rutgers, there's not much to be positive about. No, I, I, I completely understand that. I just, this is going to be a nine week, eight week. If there's COVID situations, a little bit less, more grind. We, I understand today's bad and I accept that today is bad and I know today is bad. 
but, but we okay. can't give up like, in week one. Right. No. Like and to like go on like, the po- like okay. Well, to go on the positives, right? Like the biggest positive is like what? Like what? Six of the turnovers were unforced. You're not gonna turn the ball over seven times. That's very that's frequently. What I, that's kind of what I want to hear. Yes. And yeah, it was Rutgers, <laughs> so like. It hurts a little worse, but like if this happened against like Northwestern or even like Northwestern or like one of like the better teams in the conference, like Iowa or whatever, like even toss ups, like you turn the ball over six times, you're gonna look at it and be like, yeah, this is you know this is kind of fucked up. You're not gonna turn the ball over this many times normally. So in that vein, like I guess this is like there there is some like level of optimism that could be had. But at the same time, you look at some of the coaching decisions that happened, and you're just like, geez, what the fuck's going on here, right? I mean, if we want to look at some level of positivity from a Galaxy Brain standpoint, in total, we turned the ball over nine times and lost by 11 points. That's if, – if we're going Galaxy Brain, 11 points with nine turnovers, that's not that bad. I'm not going Galaxy Brain, though. This was bad. Your dog. Clifford says hello. <laughs> and can I, if you guys don't mind, just for a sec, because I said some, my negative part earlier, and I do have some positive things that I think I did see as far as, like, realistically on the offense skill position-wise. I feel pretty good. Real, yeah. I, I really like the – I like the talent. Ooh. I Seeing Jaden Reed play, all right, like, I'm sold. You know, it's one week, but I'm, I'm, I, he's a playmaker. I think we got playmakers as receivers. If we give Elijah Collins a ball more, I think we'd be better off. But, you know, I don't hate Rocky. How I think he looked better than I definitely than I expected. Um, but the line, line was not good. No, line was not good. Not good. But uh, it's you know, it, God, I don't know. It just like, yeah, turnovers. It was wacky. I mean, you just, you just hope, you just hope. Goodness it's gracious. Better. If you repeat any turnover performance like that. Actually, Blake, I'm glad you said that because, like, okay, so, like, my one thing of the line is, like, so another reason positivity, right? Like, the line's only better. You look at what Kaplan did in Colorado, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but, like, but you look, you, look, you look at it in Colorado, you look, and all of a sudden, like, it's just, like, the potential of the line gets slightly better. I mentioned this earlier, but, like, I mean, the line of Colorado improved like week over week. It improved like it improved a lot. It, it improved over the season. It wasn't a one week thing, right? Yeah. And you look at what um what's his face Warner did at Michigan, and it's the same thing. Like you look at the way they look at Notre Dame in eighteen. You look at the worst way they look uh the week before Ohio State in eighteen. That line improved a shit ton. Um, you 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 factor in the lack of practice time, and all of a sudden like the improvement. Like you can see week over week improvement, so I I'd say I caution the listener on um I say this again as the breaker of the Mel Tucker news who has at various times today mentioned to people saying like hey man I don't think this is gonna work out, but I also quite like I also like caution people listening to this to say like to jump to the kind of hot take because like week over week it's it's key week over week improvement is going to be huge with this team in particular with yeah. with the lack of covid practice time and all that like week over week improvement is going to be huge especially the offensive line especially in the defense you know you know the defensive staff's capable of um you got you got you get i mean you got to wait for week over week improvement and if it doesn't come then yeah but like this is Rutgers. and it, but it really sucked cuz like this was one like this game was like week 8 like we probably win this game right it really sucks this game was week one with, with the rawest product we can, like, throw out there. Yeah, I, know, I know it's Rutgers. Blake keeps saying it's Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers. But, like, it's, a raw, it's like the rawest product we can throw out there, and it sucks it's week one. I wish this was, like, week six or something, you know? It just hurts. I, I, I do understand that. I mean, and I know we're looking I, – I, I made it a point to look at some positives, but this still sucks. There's no way around it. It's it's still bad. We lost to Rutgers. You know, we're not I mean, the only team in the league now that's not lost to Rutgers. And, and that blo- but at shout the same out to Michigan time, fans real quick. Shout out to Michigan fans real quick. I know you're gonna fucking troll. We remember 2014, guys. Like, stop. I, I don't fans. fuck that. Fuck that. Shut up. I don't want to do. We're that. not in a position to talk about Michigan fans. We're not. 
We're, we're not gonna doing get things. we're gonna Ugh. get shit pumped next week. It's gonna be ugly. It's gonna we're be not, wanna, fuck we're not that. Doing, we're not doing oh. that today. But, I allow them to talk shit to us. It's not about Rutgers. That we're, no, they can we're think, on, they can think, they can think their own shit. They can't they, outsource. They can't, I, I refuse to the, allow them the right to outsource wins. No, right. we're we're so, on the same level as them now. We we've lost. We lost. It happened. We're, we're on the just, same level as them now. Look, it's just it is what it is. But we have to. We got to go on. We're probably gonna get shit pumped next week, and it is what it is. Yes, yeah. gonna be a tough year, but. But one year, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a year. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to fight through it. I know a lot of us have put out some takes on Twitter. We're probably gonna get roasted for for the we next week. Are getting roasted for, but that's... yeah, the Mel Tucker dick pic. By the way, Mel Tucker dick pic. Uh, that's retired Re- for the retired teacher. Retired. retired. Yeah. I, I just. Um, I ahead, mean, the former ahead. host, the former host of Bacon Murder's Best Bets, Mitch. He has kind of a good point. Dave Warner would have called a better game. I don't. I don't disagree with him. I really don't. He would have called better fourth down plays, in my opinion. I just don't. I. I don't think so. If if Jay Johnson calls a similar game, calls a similar game <clears throat> next week. Oh. Then there's. I got problems. We should leave him in Ann Arbor because. That was that was unacceptable. That uh, it 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 flies in the face of not only analytics, right? I understand there are a lot of there are a lot of late adopters to analytics in football, and that's fine. But it flies in the face of so much conventional football wisdom of what you should be doing as an offensive coordinator that I cannot stand by it. I cannot. I cannot abide by the game Jay Johnson called today. Well, you think running a fourth and three is a bad call? It, yeah. Yes. Uh, right up the middle. I would think so, Chief. No. Um, I mean, my, my take is if I'm going to have to go back and look at the numbers on our play-action efficiency. But I think that it was there where all those fourth downs, if we had run a little play-action, you know, we, we hit a touchdown on a fourth and one. It was there, just from a blind, not looking at the number standpoint. The play action was was working. I, I think mean, that that fourth and three, if you run a real, a little boot with play action, you roll it out, and you try to just get those three yards, get those four yards, and move the chains. I think it's there. Just I mean, running it blindly off the right or left side was not. That was not it. It wasn't. So, it. Sean, our friend Will Hunter has a tweet. Um, he goes. MSU threw it on first down 16 times for seven, seven and a quarter yards per play. In non-hurry-up situations, MSU threw on first down eight times for eight and a quarter yards per play. MSU ran it on first down 16 times for nine total yards. The numbers, the numbers speak for themselves. So I don't want to hear Mel Tucker come out and say we're going to stick to what to what we're gonna do because what you're doing now is not fucking working. It's funny you say that. It's really funny you say that because I saw rival fans fucking trolling us um a couple days ago for Mel Tucker's tweet about or quote about um running the ball or whatever it I was. I trolled us. That was disgusting. Yeah, I mean, like I thought we left that with the D'Antonio era about running the ball when it, it can't it, work it, anymore. It, it, I thought we left that behind. And the fact where Mel Tucker comes out and defends this shit, like, man, if you defend the shit, I don't care. You gotta fucking adapt. Like, you gotta realize this, this, uh, this team cannot run the ball, like, on first down for whatever reason it can't. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta adapt. You gotta move on. You gotta fucking figure out. You gotta figure out what works. And you, what you said, Spartan Dog, like screen, short passes, make the make the passing game. Use your playmakers and get the ball in their hands quick, and use that as an extension of the running game. If you can't run that way, figure something out. You have to grow. And I, now we just lost to Rutgers. What, what he said? What, what, what Blake? What, literally, what Blake said? Just take that and verbatim. That's my take now. It, I I agree. We. We got to figure out what we're doing here. I mean, obviously, this didn't work. We're going to have to make adjustments. Have to move forward. We're not going to get a great sample size of what the adjustments are next because we're 
boat race. Um, so we've got to look two, three, four weeks into the future for what we're going to do. Um, I'm not part of the fire Mel Tucker right now scene. Like I've seen on Twitter. <laughs> no, nobody is. That's just, that's just hyperbole. No. But it's just. Um, but we, we've got, we've got to figure it out. It's going to be a rough year and we're going to be in for a, a, a super gnarly roller coaster where we're going to get probably knocked out by G force. I'm glad you're not part of the fire motorcycle movement. I'm not either, but I'm, I'm firmly on the movement of Mel Tucker's coaching for his job the next year, next two years. You cannot lose to Rutgers. No, no, next two years. He's on the hot seat this year if he doesn't pull off a good win this year. Um, I, like, we're at the point right now, you, you can't lose to Rutgers, man. You've got to pull off a win somewhere down the line to, like, prove to me that, like, all these optimistic thoughts I'm throwing out right now, it was just the turnovers. It was just, you know, lack of practice time, whatever. You got you to go down the road. You got to prove to me performances down the road that show that it was literally what I'm saying right now. You got to prove to me there's some, like, reason to be optimistic in the future. You know, you got you got you got to go out you you got to go out there in like like week five, week six, week four, whatever, like down the line, and show consistent improvement week over week, and that's the same like same standard we've always held this team to, right? You got to beat Rutgers. You got to be like show week over week improvement, and eventually at the end of the year, if your team's not a lot better, like hey, maybe ton of question, but like at the time, like, and that's what it's kind of what I want from this team going forward is just week over week improvement because like. What, let's be fair to Mark. Let's be fair to Mel Tucker, okay? Well, Mark D'Antonio left, and I I kind of touched this earlier with the fucking um Jim Pullman shit. But like, what Mark D'Antonio left wasn't a whole lot. Nope, we're not doing that. We're not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing. I'm not doing the D'Antonio left the cupboards bare. I'm not. No, okay. That. Okay. Fine. Fine. No, that is a bullshit fine. excuse with how this game. Fine. Is okay. No. No. That's fine. No. That's fine. But what I'm trying to say is like, eventually, week over week, yeah, show improvement to get to the, like. You gotta show us all something, all four of us. That's and what we're everyone, looking for. The entire fandom. Like, you gotta show us all something. Like, hey, you gotta show something like that makes us think that you will work out here. Like, it's all Bill Climb now. You lost to Rutgers, so you have to show us something like going forward. Like, hey, like the line's better, the play calling's better, the defense is better, defense is better. Like, you gotta show us something. I think we can we can show improvement. But I'm not expecting the wins to come. Um, I think also, you know, someone cited Will Hunter earlier. I think he had a tweet earlier that I read, and I really did agree with, is we're building the 2022 right now. Um, 2020, at this point, it's it's a wash. We're going to accept whatever happens, and whatever happens, happens. 2021 is really going to be his first chance to get a full – preparation season and go into it and that and that season is what it is too and I mean like I'm not I'm not a patient person I want results now but at the same time I can't I can't blame him he was dealt raw hand and that is what it is and I don't like it either and I'm not accepting of it fully either but it is what it is okay so Blake has a question for Blake right. has a question for the entire entire pod okay all right we'll Blake. let we'll let Blake ask the question then we got to wrap it up yeah. Okay. All right. well, well, I was I was just gonna ask, are you guys all right with two wins? And also, like, how much of a goalpost shift is that from before we just lost to Rutgers? I, it. I don't think it is a goalpost shift. I think two wins between. I was. I would came into the season accepting Rutgers as a win. I assumed it was a win. If we win two games now, that it that's great. Um, I don't think that's moving the goalpost because I'll. I was between three and five before the extra game um, and two and uh, whatever that would be, two and five. I was between three and four and two and five before the full posts with the extra game shift. I don't know. Let's see what the crossover game is, and maybe that'll change my opinion. But I'm two wins I think is fair for this year, and I thought that's been fair from the start. I said three um, and five at the beginning. I so it really five. doesn't move much for me. Now it's two and six at best. I'm thinking one and seven or one and eight. Look, this well, Lucas said for me. This team. This well, Lucas said for me. This team has a lot to improve. Um, and I'll end it with this. Um, 
this, you know, look, I don't, the bear cupboard, the bear cupboard excuse is bullshit because we're still a power five program. We still have power five talent. Okay. Yeah. What, no matter how much D'Antonio decked off on the recruiting trail his last couple of years, doesn't matter. There is still power five talent on this roster. I don't want to hear shit about how D'Antonio left the cupboards bare. That's a Michigan Wolverines ass excuse, and I won't be accepting it. Okay. We lost to Rutgers today. It sucks. It fucking hurts. And I'm not placing blame on anybody. I'm not placing blame on any player on the roster right now. This loss lies entirely on the coaching staff because it was all, it was all mistakes the coaching staff needs, needed to correct and didn't. Turnovers is a coaching staff issue. They didn't correct it. Um, d- tackling is a coaching staff issue. They didn't address it, okay? Situational awareness is a coaching staff issue. They didn't correct it. This was the worst coach game I've seen out of Michigan State in a while. And based on the last few years of D'Antonio, that's saying a lot. Not kicking that field goal was an abomination. And here's the thing, Sean, that's, that's fucked up. I agree they should have went for it, okay? You wouldn't be saying that kicking the field goal, not kicking the field goal was an abomination if they had gotten that first down. But they ran it up the middle. That is entirely Jay Johnson and Mel Tucker's fault. 110%. I will, I will agree. This loss I will lies agree squarely on Mel Tucker's shoulders. On the coaching okay? Staff. You're here now, man. Fucking figure it out. I don't care. Yeah. Everyone Make has plays. had to deal. Everyone's Fucking had to deal with things that you had to deal with for the past eight months. Figure it out. And Make that's plays. the key of the next nine months, right? Next nine weeks, right? You got to figure figure it out. And week over week, got to figure out, is this team improving? Is this coaching staff improving? Because, like – Yes. And it got there quick. Right. And the way, it was the way it showed itself today – like, better be a 180, bro. Like, the way it showed itself today was not anywhere near up to par. You wanted to establish yourself as a running team. That's not going to work, especially if you're going to trot out the personnel you trotted out at, in this game. This team, is obviously, this team obviously worked best with mid-range passes. If we come out next week and we're huddling up on first and 10 and we're running running back zones, that tells me – that they didn't learn shit. I don't care yeah. if you want to run the ball, even when everyone in the stadium knows you're going to run the ball. You don't have the personnel to do that. You have the personnel no. for quick, medium-range passes. Throw quick, medium-range passes. You have the receiving core and a running back for as much flack that we that Twitter has given Connor Hayward today, he is the best receiving running back we have on the roster. Line him up out wide, throw him the ball. Line him up in the backfield and put him on a screen, throw him the ball. Make you your personnel work. You want to run the ball? Run a screen. Run a slip screen. Run a bubble. Do whatever. Running the ball is not going to work. It's not going to happen. Figure it out. Watch the film. The film will tell you. If you try to run the ball off guard or off tackle, that is a losing proposition. I agree. 100%. Medium range passes is how this team at least stays competitive. We shouldn't have gone down 21-7 to Rutgers to figure that out. So We're gonna I'll, have I'll, give, I'll, give, I'll give everyone one final comment, and then we're, and then we're done. Lucas. Yeah. I'm alarmed. Um, I'm not happy. This is pretty boilerplate. But I still think that there's enough there on offense to salvage some wins. Am I scared? Yes. And we need to realize that 0-9 is a very distinct possibility if this keeps up. 
But if we keep having seven turnover games, I mean, Mel Tucker's probably done after two years. That's just that's just the lay of the land. But I don't want that to happen, obviously, but that's just how I'm feeling right now. Sean. I mean, I'm going to – I'm going to piggyback off that. The turnovers can't happen like that. That's that's unacceptable no matter what level of football from Middle League to the NFL. It's acceptable. Um, piggybacking off the medium passing game, we're going to have to look at Trey mostly. I mean, Rick, his injury status. Ricky White looks decent at picking up those medium yard throws end of the game. Um, if that's going to be our offense, that's going to be our offense. The coaching staff needs to the film like that. Um, as of right now, we don't look like a running the ball kind of team. And maybe we are later in the year. Maybe we aren't, but we're going to have to figure it out. Um, quick thoughts on the just final thoughts on the defense is we we got to fit. We got to we got to take those touchdown probabilities and turn them into field goal probabilities. Um, we got to make those stops. If the offense puts us in a bad situation, we can't be giving up all those touchdowns off bad situations. We got to buckle down and figure it out. Um, and what Luke said, oh, and nine's a possibility. We're all going to have to accept that um, moving forward. It's, it is what it is. We, we're not going to be upset. We got to look at this as a building opportunity and look towards next year at the, at the least. Yeah, and it and doesn't the count. And the most, at the least and the most, next year is when we're going to have to, when we can really start making some assumptions about what Mel Tucker is going to be and what Jay Johnson's going to be, and what Scotty Hazelton's going to be. Um, it sucks. It fucking sucks. But that's where we are. And I hate it as much as the next person, and I'm sad. And I don't know what else to say. It's just, it fucking sucks. All right, Zanjo and Zanjo and Blake, if you guys got any last thoughts. I got nothing right now. I mean, what everyone else covered is already like pretty much it. Like you got to you got to show week over week improvement because like whatever we saw today was not D one capable. Not even like forget Michigan State level. This was not D one level of like coaching abilities. Seven turnovers is insane. Like, I mean, show you got to show week over week improvement. Um, I'm gonna hang out with Blake right now and see what what he's gotta say. Yeah. I just got a couple quick ones. Um, I'll go with what I think it was. I think it was Kirby on Twitter said it. Um, number one, our expectations were low, but holy fucking shit. Um, that's that. It's Rutgers. I don't know. That's one. But everything else, I mean, yes, there's some positive things. Everything else you guys have already covered. Um, but, yeah, SD, I really like what you said about the passing game. And realistically, like, if you've been hashtag Team Valenny, like me, since, like, 2016, we've been talking about just fuck the run, dude. It's it's over. Like, Jesus Christ, join the, the present. So, knock, knock, Mel Tucker. It's time to throw the fucking rock. All right, sling it. Goddamn. You know, get it to your playmakers. So, uh, you guys covered everything else. I agree on it. So, going to be a long year. Yeah, I mean, that's my final thought is it's going to be a long year. And if if you want to tap out, I don't blame you. Um, I'm sick in the fucking head, so I'm going to stay. But that's because I, like the pain. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have some kind of masochistic mental illness. I don't know. Beat me, Gretchen. Yeah. Uh, Tell me I can't go boating. Spit on me, <laughs> mommy. Spit on my, um, my throat. Spit on me. Spit on me, Rocky. Overthrow. Throw an interception. Yeah, that's the stuff. Uh, MSU football, bend me over. Make me hurt again. Ooh, 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 run, ooh, run a trap play on fourth and four. Uh-huh. Um, that. <laughs> um, here we that's go. The Strap in. Oh, this uh, is where we are right now. This is uh, where we are. Yeah, so Lucas, Brett, and I will be back on Monday. Um, we'll, hopefully, we'll hopefully be joined by um, some – by some friends of ours in U of M Twitter to talk about the inevitable beatdown that's going to be happening next Saturday. Um, and Almost. then, and then a quick announcement, I'll break it here. Um, Mitch is off the gambling pod because he betrayed me and all of you by taking Michigan state with the points. So um, 
Our friend Couch Burner is the new Bacon Warriors Best Bet co-host. Um, so he'll join, he'll join the podcast starting next Thursday. Um, we're lining up, we're lining up some guests for those two. Um, and outside of that, stay safe, um, be smart, wear a mask and, uh, I go green, I guess. Go white, go white. Go white. Go white. Go white. Go white. <laughs>